0: Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Do you know that you are influencing someone every time you go somewhere? Now, your mind probably jumps to, yeah, well, I want to be an encouragement. I want, oh, wait, 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 wait. You could be an influencer and not even realize you're influencing. I told you a minute ago, getting you ready for this. Are you a good influence on people or are you a terrible influence? Bottom line is, most of the time, especially when you're out, hmm, the grocery shoreline, getting cut off in traffic. But let's talk about being intentional about influencing. We have today New York Times bestselling author uh, Tommy Spaulding with us. He's written a book that's uh, very, very, very compelling for me, The Gift of Influence, Creating a Life-Changing and Lasting Impact in Your Everyday Interactions. He's the founder and president of Tommy Spaulding Leadership Institute a leadership development training organization based in Denver, Colorado, and the New York Times. He's a New York Times bestselling author of It's Not Just Who You Know and the Heart-Led Leader. Spalding, consults, trains, speaks more than 100 businesses, organizations across the country each year. Tommy Spalding, good to have you on the Bill Bunkley Show. Nice to meet you, Mr. Bunkley. Sounds like you're trying to get people in the right corral. Hey, you're influencing somebody. You need to be intentional. Talk about that. Bill, a few years
1: ago, I heard um, some research that was done that the average human being influences 80,000 people in their life. And so I did some research on the research and it turns out they they took 80,000 and had they got that number by saying divide that by 78 years of your life, the average life expectancy divided by 365 days is 2.8 people a day. So every day, God puts 2.8 new people in your life from the time you're born the time you die. And if you take 2.8 people a day times 365 days a year times the average life expectancy of 78 years, that's 80,000 people. So by the end of our lives, Bill, we'll have 80,000 people that we'll have touched in a positive way or a negative way. And that's really the the impact of the book that I'm writing is, you know, what would your life be like if we got to meet these 80,000 people at the end of our life before we go to heaven to be with Jesus, And where would they all fit? 80,000 people, they fit in a stadium. And so what would it like to be on the 50-yard line of a football stadium? And you're walking in right before we're about to meet Christ. And we walk in the 50-yard line, and every single person that we've influenced in our life, the time we were born, to the time we die, all 80,000 people are in that stadium to say goodbye to us. And the question is, what's the sound of that stadium? Mm. Are they clapping and screaming their hands in stand ovation and just stomping their feet and saying, thank you for changing my life, for making an influence, for giving me a chance, for listening to my story, for being kind. Or are they booing you? Because you just wronged people most of your life. Or even worse, Bill, is the stadium silent? Because we just spent our whole life thinking about ourselves and looking down our phones and never looking up and thinking about who we can bless, who we can serve, who we can influence. And so the goal of the book, The Gift of Influence, is about how to live a life and how to lead differently and love differently. So your stadium's still with 8,000 fans that are thanking you for the impact you've had in their lives.
0: Mm. So, Tommy Spaulding, you're going against the grain. You're going (laughs) against the grain because we have the narcissistic folks on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Look at me. Look what I've done. Look at my vacation. Look at my children. Look, 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 look. And it sounds like you're talking about the true influencer is one who recognizes other people, who actually sees them, who actually mm-hmm. talks to the, to the man or the woman that's checking you out at the grocery store. It sounds like you're swimming upstream, but you're absolutely right. Talk about that.
1: Well, if you look up the word influencer, you're exactly right, Bill. If you look up the word in the dictionary. It'll talk about social media and social marketing and how many Facebook likes and Instagram likes and how much pocketbooks and how much tequila you can sell online. It's all about social media presence. That's the word influencer. And so the first thing we did is we hijacked that word back and said, no, an influencer is someone that's in the business of changing lives every day and being a positive influence on the lives of others every day. And you could have a social media presence, but the real um, calling for us And when we're really measured at the end of our lives, it's not how many likes we have and how many friends we have on social media. It's how many personal lives have you changed.
0: Let me ask you about influence because, you know, you're right. And uh, I also, um, uh, 28 years, uh, president of the Florida Ethics Residuity Commission in Tallahassee. I represent all of the Southern Baptist churches in Florida. And, And, you know, so many of the public officials plus pastors that I look at you engage them. Hey, or what? Hey, how you doing? Some of them never make eye contact. Some of them are always looking around the room for the next best deal. What's the difference when you see somebody you know, and if you know them, hey Bob, shake that hand, look at him in the eye. Bob, how are you doing? Uh-huh. And if he's married to Linda, hey Bob, how are you? How's Linda? And you start your conversation. Then guess what? You're on the road to being an influencer to the good side, right? Yeah
1: it's all about being authentic. Um, but there's two types of leaders in the whole world. There's self-serving leaders yes, and there's servant leaders. And you know, when you're, when you're meeting people and they're looking behind your shoulders and shaking their hands and just want a transaction, most people, when they meet someone, the back of their mind, they're thinking this bill, what can I get from this person? How can this person help me? And what do I need from this person? And they're networkers. It's all about them. But net givers, are those that meet people and they say, how can I learn this person's story? How could I build an authentic connection with him or her? And how can I bless and serve them? And if you live a life that way, your, your business is going to be more successful, your relationships are going to be more successful, but most of us walk around just, a, just a, basically a walking transaction, you know, ATM, just all about a transaction.
0: Boy, that's so true. Folks, if we just learned how to be kind, and we just learned how to be kind, and it was our our default. Or we were just also a little bit to be not only gracious but generous, not giving all of our money away. But you know, it's it's such a difference in this me 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 world. You become others oriented. Man, people notice a lot quicker now than say ten or twenty years ago, right? Hmm.
1: That's the words, others oriented. Um, people always ask me, as, you know, as a leadership you know guy that's been studying this stuff for 30 years, what's the most important thing in leadership? And it's four words. If you can live a life with these four words, you're going to have a great life. And it's the same four words um, that I tell every – whether you're a high school kid or a CEO of a company, it's not about you. Most of us wake up every day, it's all about me. It's all about me. And if you live a life that it's about others, if you say, Bill, the others-focused – um, you are going to have a very blessed and successful life.
0: How shallow is it when you got one of those guys or gals and say, uh, "Hey, Bella, how are things going at the house?" Hey, going great, man. Let me tell you, blah, 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 blah. they only ask you a question to get you out of the way. To just, I like this to become a well. It's not in that chapter I was reading the book. Anyway, you talk about being a fan hogger, but how about just conversation hogger? And it's all about me, 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 me.
1: Yeah, You know, there's givers and takers in the world. And when you, when you, when you meet a giver, you, they want to get to know you. When you meet a taker, they want to talk about themselves. But even more important than that, Bill, is one time sometimes God puts people in our lives that are having a hard time. Did you ever meet someone, a customer, a client, a friend, an employee, a neighbor that might share something? My kid's got some depression or mm-hmm. my wife and I are going through something or my, my, my company's struggling with cash flow or whatever. People share that. And 99% of people say, at that moment, "God, Bill, I'm so sorry to hear that. If there's anything I can do, let me know." And I wrote a whole chapter about that. Those are the most, those are the most, you know, sinful words to say to somebody. If there's anything I can do, let me know, because it's basically what you're really saying is, "I want you. I want you to think that I care about you." And I. Probably do, but I'm super busy and I want you to think that I want to help you, but I really don't. So I'm just going to tell you and put it on you if there's anything I can do because I know you're never going to call me and ask me so we both feel good about it. We have to go to people that are in pain, that are going through a tough times and say, listen, I know you've got a hard time. Kids got some depression. My mm-hmm. kid went through that last year. I got a great book. I'm going to give you. I'm coming over tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. Or I'm going to pray for you. Or I'm going to. Like, people. When people are going through a tough time, don't say, I'm here for you if you need me. That's a cop-out. Great influencers, they run towards you and say, I love you. I'm here. What do you need? Let's get it done.
0: Well, i tell you what, you are just speaking the truth. Just again, very quickly, the gift of influence, creating life-changing and lasting impact in your everyday interactions. Tommy Spaulding is with us. Could you just, we're only scratching the surface, folks, as I always tell you. I always feel like I leave not doing justice to uh, our fine authors that are with us. But can you give us a little bit of a hint of the story of the eagles and the seagulls? Just a little hint. A little bit of of a hint. You're a great storyteller.
1: Thank you, sir. I got three kids, and two minutes, my, two minutes, two minutes. My middle, my middle kid is a girl, and she's a junior in high school. And she was just, you know, praying with me at, one night, and we were just talking. And she was sharing that she's having a tough time making friends, and we're in a, she's in a Catholic school, but she's started the Bible study, and only two people shut up, show up, and she's just having a t- tough time making making friends in her little world. Uh, she would rather hang out at a soup kitchen than a, than, a, than a party, mm-hmm. and so I said to her. Have you ever told ever told you about eagles and seagulls? And she goes, "No." I said, "Well, seagulls—they're everywhere. They, they're in dumps, they're at the beaches, they're—they crack, they're—you know—they're picking trash. They're everywhere. Every most people are seagulls. All the kids at your school, most of them are seagulls. And I was a seagull in high school, just like everyone else. But eagles—they fly high. Mm. They fly high and they fly alone, right?" And they don't hang out at parties on Friday night. They're serving soup kitchens. They're the ones starting Bible studies in your school, or se- starting fellowship with Christian athletes. They're eagles are, are, are leaders, right? And sometimes when you're a leader, you feel alone, and that's why you feel the way you do. But you're an eagle, not a seagull, and your job is to go down there with those eagles, those seagulls, and lift them up with you. And it mm-hmm. um, really made her smile, and I wrote a chapter about it in the book.
0: Well, I tell you what, right here on the Florida Gulf Coast, we know all about the seagulls. They're thieves. They're robbers. You, you, you take out a, 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 a potato chip, and it's gone. It's kind of like bloodsuckers. That's what people will do. But you can turn around and help them. And for those of you who have seen those eagles when they are looking for their, their, their next, uh, the next meal, and they're just so proudly looking around, and you know what? Who do you want to be? You want to be that proud ego, intentional about what you're doing, not just scavenging for attention and friends. The name yeah. of the book is The Gift of Influence, creating life-changing and lasting impact in your everyday interactions. Tommy Spaulding's the author. Highly recommend it wherever books are sold. And Tommy Spaulding, thanks so much for your instruction and in education today.
1: Thank you, Miss Buckley. God, God, God bless. God
0: bless. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.